Welcome to the Colorful Clipboard, where we will discuss the building blocks of making dough in childcare. I'm Kate. And I'm Carrie. This week's topic is going to be dealing with t-shirts. Kate, you sure do love t-shirts. I bet you've got a story about t-shirts. I do have a story about t-shirts, Carrie. I got lots of stories about t-shirts. But the one we're going to talk about today is specifically related to the fact that most of the programs I work with, whether they're after-school programs or summer camps or regular child care programs, their goal is to get more students increase their enrollment, boot camp programs, one-on-one coaching. Everybody wants more kids. Well, I had this one program that I was working with in a boot camp program, which is kind of a 90 days till full. And for the entire time, they kept spending a lot of money on advertising. Advertising's not really marketing. It is a part of it. It has a place, but they were spending a lot of money every month in this full color, very fancy, slick, little magazine advertisement. It had no content. It was just ads. And they spent all this money for three months and they just wouldn't trust the system. They wouldn't let go of their ads. Now, the owner came from traditional business where they were a marketing director of a very large tech company in the central Texas area. And so they were used to having a lot of money to put into advertising. Well, we're a we're a people business and it's all about who you know and how you know them. And so I challenged them. I actually guaranteed them, even offered them their money back. And I said, trust the process for 90 days. So for the next 90 days, they used their advertising budget to buy t-shirts. Every student in their program ended up with multiple t-shirts after the end of three months and the program was full. They had reached their goal. And yes, it was because of the t-shirt. Well, that's an awful lot for a t-shirt to do. I don't know that I have a single t-shirt that has gotten, you know, me a hundred extra dollars or five hundred dollars or a thousand extra dollars a month. So how exactly do you pick out, like, do you have to put special stuff on the t-shirt? Well, do you have t-shirts from a concert you went to? No, I don't, but Chris does. (laughs) Do you have t-shirts from an event you volunteered at? I absolutely do. Do you have t-shirts from a play that you helped with? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so every single one of those are examples of an organization you were a part of that you now have a t-shirt that you wear. Where do you wear that, Carrie? I mean, I wear it all over the place. Okay, and do you think kids wear these t-shirts all over the place, or do they think they wear them just one place and go home? I mean, I know that the kids from my child care centers who I gave t-shirts to They leave there and they go to the grocery store and they go to the park and they go to their ballet classes and they go to their t-ball games. So Yeah, and they're not changing their shirts. So all of a sudden you have 30 little billboards running all over town. I mean, price a billboard. Look at those billboards. Those are expensive and you can't afford the billboards. But you can afford every kid in your program to run around and be your little billboard and use them wisely. Make them great colors. Make them have a way to contact you. Just a cute shirt doesn't work. But if you've got a website or an email address or a phone number, that is just awesome. Okay. Okay. So we're going to put the name of the program. We're going to put the website and the phone number. uh, And we're going to put it in a fun color. Anything else we need to have on that shirt? And should we be using like I've seen those ones that are like full color, like it seems like a rainbow is on the shirt. Is that kind of what we're looking for? How much money do you have? My clients usually don't have a whole lot of money. And so I always try to tell people, go with simple. 
keep it simple. There's a reason why kiss is a phrase, right? So it's called keeping it simple. And you know, go with vibrant colors that people can see and go with a good contrasting ink color on that shirt. Make it simple. Make it fun. I mean, why does it have to be your logo or your business? Why can't it just be something like, I love to play with Play-Doh? I can totally get behind that slogan because I love using Play-Doh. I like to use it in my ads. I like to use it in my tours. I like to use it all over the program. Uh, I think Play-Doh is a woefully underrepresented play uh, material. So we should put Play-Doh on everything, according to me. (laughs) Well, I got a story about that, but that's a whole other... That's a podcast and Hallie will get mad at me. (laughs) Um, One of the things that I mentioned that I just wanted to kind of come back to, and I don't want people to think that everybody has to have a lot of money to do t-shirts. So the story I told talked about one particular program that had a lot of money because they were doing traditional advertising. But most programs and every program I've worked with has a registration fee. And so theoretically... Yeah, somewhere between 25 bucks and 150 is currently the going rate. Although some programs do first and last month's tuition. Wow. Okay. So what did you use your registration fees for? Um, So I had an annual registration fee and then I had an enrollment fee. So I had two different fees. So how were those different and where did you, what did you do with them? So the enrollment fee was you have, I have guaranteed you a spot for this time. So if they were on the waiting list, okay, you're getting the, the infant spot for June. And so they paid the enrollment fee and that was to create all the materials. And yes, I gave them a t-shirt or a onesie depending on the age and a couple of other things so that they had basically a welcome packet. And then there was a little money set aside for that classroom. Um, so that went into a petty cash for that classroom and then an annual enrollment fee that happened at the same time that the sales happen at Lakeshore and discount school supply. And I used that money to buy new mats and, and all of the art supplies and, and big purchases for the year. So that one was coordinated based on when the sales happened. Oh, I, li- I like good use of our resources. That's a great idea. So not everybody thinks of that that way. Um, I've seen a lot of businesses that don't have that business mentality. Yeah, definitely. And that enrollment fee or registration fee just becomes part of the general operating funds. My challenge is for you to put it into a kitty and designate that specifically for t-shirts, shorts, and sweatshirts. If you gave every kid three t-shirts, a pair of shorts, and a pair of sweatpants that they wore to your program, basically like a uniform, then the kids can get messy. And they're advertising your program and they're wearing them before school and after school and during school and on a field trip. And you don't have to remember, oh, it's field trip day. Did I wear the right shirt? (laughs) That would definitely help with those parents who, oh, we have photos after work. Can you make sure that my child doesn't get messy? (laughs) If you instead said, well, would you like me to put them in the center clothes for today and change them out of what they're wearing? And you can have that and change them at the end of the day. I mean, if you had entire outfits... Um, that had your school name on it. I mean, that would really help with that. Or, oh my gosh, when children have an accident or they had a little too much fun in a mud puddle. <laughs> All of those things, if you just put them in center clothes to send them home instead of every parent having to try to remember to bring a weather-appropriate change of clothes, that would really change an awful lot of the upkeep for the parents and make being at your center much easier than being at another center. Well, and 
think about the weather. I mean, seriously, okay, it's Texas, so the weather changes regularly. And so how many times, especially in what we call winter, is it cold when they've come in? And by the time they're leaving, it's still 70 or 80. So they're back in t-shirts and shorts. So, you know, it really is something for you to think of as an investment in your program. Start doing the math. When's the last time you ran the numbers on how long that kid can be with your program. If you bring somebody in as an infant and you keep them through after school, you're looking at 20,000 bucks. Seriously. I mean, who's got a calculator? Let's think about what we charge for our infants, right? So we've got children and infants. We've had that infant for, you know, a whole year at infant rate. And then you got toddler rate for a year. And so they're there full time until they're in kindergarten. And then you've got them after school and summer programs. Is it worth Is it worth what? How much does each t-shirt cost? How much do the shorts cost? Okay, so, you know, if you're buying a couple hundred shirts, which when you go to start a program like this, you probably are buying a couple hundred shirts. You should not be paying more than $5 for a good shirt. A shirt the kids are going to like to wear that's going to wash well, that the tag isn't going to drive them crazy, or you buy the brands that the tags can come out. You know, think that through. Give that as an option. And then the shorts and the sweatpants, the whole outfit. I mean, all five items really should never cost you more than five bucks a piece. You're buying toddler sizes and kid sizes. You're not buying grown-up double XLs. I can see. I mean, I did it in my program. I I totally get it. I didn't take it to the sweatpants stage, but I can totally see where that worked. I did do that for staff who came in out of uniform. (laughs) So when we're designing it, we want it to be, you said you want it to be pretty simple and have contrasting ink color. So, you know, growing up in the printing industry, I would suggest we only pick one color of ink and we only print on either the front or the back. We don't try to do the front, the back, and the sleeve to keep the costs down. So those are things I can think of that would work. So like if I had a bright yellow shirt, I could have black ink or I could have Ooh, the burgundy would look really cool with a yellow shirt. So it doesn't always have to be black or white ink. It doesn't cost any more to have a burgundy ink or to have a teal ink than it does to have black or white. They already have the ink there. And so we're primarily going with silk screening. So when you were talking to the programs, did any of them try to do those ones where they do the iron on from their printer? Was that ever a thing for you? It was for a pretty short-lived time. What really has become now are are more the crickets and, and coming up with their own custom. And one of the things that really is a problem, although it is following the concept, it doesn't have the same impact, which is every classroom having its own color t-shirt and everybody having the same saying on their shirt. I feel like it's much more powerful if you've got 40, 30, 40 kids all in the same color t-shirt that identifies your program, especially if they all come to like the community carnival or they're all going to come to a neighborhood. National night out. National night out. I mean, that's a great opportunity for your school to get involved, especially if you're a community program and everybody shows up at national night out right after school, all coming in their same shirt. And What's really fun is if you come up with a color that is also the colors in your logo and the the color that really resonates with your program is you can use that same color even with different events or summer camp. Just keep the shirt color the same. It may have different things on it slightly, but maybe if you have a font... 
That reminds me of the program in San Antonio that they would have four or five different special events throughout the year. The parents would actually sort of work in committee to design what was going to go on the shirts for those special events. And so they would have ones for Easter and they would have ones for Mother's Day and Father's Day and things like that. Every time I would go to that program, there would be at least one parent wearing one of those shirts. So it's not just the kids who can wear the shirt, right? We can have other people wear it. Oh, man, absolutely. I mean, you know, if you really want to go all out and you've got one of those kinds of neighborhoods or you've got a real active parent board, you know, set up the same kind of system. Those shirts could be turned around and they could be bought even as fundraisers, especially. I also like programs to think about sponsoring uh, community events and teams. So, you know, sponsoring the local soccer team or sponsoring the local little baseball team with your name on the back of every single jersey. Again, all of a sudden you have a whole bunch of kids that are your advertising platform that there's a reason why insurance agents do this. Right? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it kind of works. I mean, I would think so. And, you know, we're looking at the same audience, right? Somebody who has children who are at T-ball age or what I call herd ball, which is that three and four year old soccer where it's just a herd of children run one way and then a herd of children run the other way. The ball does not always go with the herd of children, but there's just a herd of children going one way or the other way. I mean, if parents have kids that are that age, then that's your clientele. Absolutely. Because sometimes they have younger siblings that could be full time in your program. But if you're running an after school or summer camp, these kids are with you till fifth grade. So you've got kids 10 years and a lot of times kids have siblings, and so you could have that same family easily for 20 years. So give them a reason to be raving fans of yours and just think that you have solved all their problems by they don't have to worry about what to put their kids in. They don't have to worry about those clothes getting dirty. You know, the parent that brings me the kid that's in the brand new... Tommy Hilfiger. Yes, and say, please don't get my toddler dirty today. I want to send them home because I cannot (laughs) and will not promise that. And I don't want to have to completely redo what my teacher has planned for the classroom because I have one parent that felt like their kid couldn't get dirty that day. Well, and then I've also done with the white, the plain white shirts, because occasionally you get a discount if you get the plain white ones. But I was like, I don't know if the kids are going to wear the plain white ones and a great science activity. People are always like, nobody wants to play in my science center. My science center is just just nobody does anything there. Well, they do if what you have in the science center is that they can dye T-shirts. Kids will spend all day in the science center if you let them dye fabric. Yes, occasionally something comes out a horrible shade of brown. But you can you can mitigate that by just doing things in the warm family or just doing things in the cool family. So just having red, orange, and yellow one day makes it really hard to make brown. It's really hard to make brown out of that. You can, but it's really hard. Um, and that's a great use of the t-shirt as a science activity and as a the child gets to have ownership of that shirt and really be like, this is mine. Um, I think I still have t-shirts that my kids tie-dyed um, when they were little um, that have the name of one of my schools on them. And, you know, we've talked about parents, we've talked about kids, but what we haven't talked a whole lot about is, is the staff. And um, I remember the first time you and I had this whole discussion about trying to flip staff into uniforms. And, you know, I grew I'm, up as a hippie. <laughs> I don't like uniforms. I am not a fan. But 
You know, there are some times, you know, the teachers will try to buy clothes that are fashionable, but perhaps maybe aren't really built for their body type. And again, that is a whole other separate podcast because I'm sure Hallie would start throwing things at me if I start talking about body shapes and t-shirts. But it's real simple to understand that not all of us are going to choose the same types of pants, the same types of undergarments, and the same types of tops. But you can definitely go with the same color. Uh, You can offer to embroider them or screen print them all at the same time. You may have to have private conversations with some staff on why the V-neck is not an appropriate for certain staff or others. The V-neck is not going to matter. And then some guys who want to wear a shirt that's too small because they think they're ripped. They're they're not ripped. Uh, (laughs) But they want to wear a size smaller than they really should for a professional environment. I don't, I occasionally see it with women. I've seen it more with my male staff that they don't seem to understand that maybe when they were 16, they were a medium, but they're no longer a medium. My favorite are the shirts that aren't quite long enough. And we all are aware of perhaps what you did on spring break in 2004. And so, you know, it might be worth um, the longer shirts. Um, you know, I, I am a, I do like uniforms for my staff. I loved having scrubs because the beautiful thing about scrubs is that everybody could have them. There are services that will even wash them for you. Well, that reminds me of another story. I'm all about the stories today because we had that one center that they got polos for everybody and they were all embroidered and they were beautiful. But she didn't really think through the fact that across the street from her child care center was the local dive and karaoke bar. And people were leaving her center on Friday nights to go to happy hour across the street in the center uniform with the cute picture of a kid's face and maybe indulging more than they should. So if you're doing the T-shirts, having that conversation with the staff, be aware of where you are when wearing the center shirt. Or you can do what Terry eventually did, which was say, you know what, just leave your shirts here. I'll launder them for you so that you always have a clean shirt. And she pitched it to them as she was doing this service for them so that they would always have a clean shirt and they didn't have to do the work. But really, she was like, oh, my God, they need to stop going to the bar in my shirt. (laughs) All right. So on that note, we're going to not have any more bars, drinks, but we are getting that look from Hallie. Thank you for listening to the Colorful Clipboard. This show is made by me, Carrie Casey. Kate Woodward-Young. With assistance from the ever-beautiful Hallie Jeanette Casey, connect with us on social media at Colorful Clipboard or email us at hello at ColorfulClipboard.com.